for many people, they look at they're you know, trying to minimize their expenses to increase their cash flow, uh, and of course, they're going to be looking at the cost of setting up these LLCs. And if you use the same structure that we use with the umbrella LLC and property owning LLCs, you're creating two layers of LLCs. So for many, uh, cost is a big inhibitor uh, and a reason why a lot of uh, some people just choose to go with insurance. Yeah, and some people even add. Um, we've seen a lot of students in different states add trusts below that, actually below the. Uh, property owning LLC. So then they're developing multi-layers and then they're even having a management LLC. So these costs can really add up, not just in the spoken wheel structure that we have set up, but if you add an additional layer um, or, or additional management LLCs on the side. Have you ever dreamed of owning a vacation home? What if it could double as an investment property that makes you money and helps you save on taxes? Our new course, Accelerating Wealth, short-term rental blueprint will teach you how to purchase and set up your short-term rental the right way. Learn more about the course at semiretiredmd.com slash str hyphen course. Are you interested in learning more about owning your own portfolio cash flowing rentals? If so, we invite you to take our free mini course, the crash course in cash flowing rentals. When you take our mini course, you'll learn the strategies we use to build our portfolio You'll also get to see several of our students featured who have successfully built their own portfolios as well. To take our crash course, link to semiretiredmd.com forward slash mini course, M-I-N-I dash C-O-U-R-S-E, or visit our website at semiretiredmd.com and link to the crash course on cash flowing rentals there. You may also want to join the waitlist for our introductory course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals, while you're at our website too. We'll see you there. Welcome to the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast, the place where we talk about the strategies, habits, and mindset that separate wealthy docs from those who are not. We're your hosts, Leiti and Kenji. Welcome to another episode of the Doctors Building Wealth Podcast. Today, Kenji and I are going to be answering the question, is real estate asset protection worth it? Now, Kenji and I are not attorneys, we're not legal counsel, um, but we are speaking from a lot of personal experience as real estate investors. We've been investing together since 2015, and Kenji's been investing in real estate since 2001. And so we've had the experience of having asset protection together since 2015 and having gone through a lot of experiences. And so we'll be sharing a lot of that while we talk about asset protection today. And we've formed a lot of LLCs, and we've also benefited from having that asset protection in place. So we want to kind of share some of those experiences with you. So when we say asset protection, I wanted to clarify that for this podcast, we're specifically talking about using LLCs. Now, there are other ways to protect your assets. For example, you could form something called an irrevocable trust. And this is different from a revocable trust. A revocable trust is one that you still control. But an irrevocable trust is when you hand that control over to somebody else, and therefore you no longer have control over your assets. And in that situation, that actually is really good asset protection. But again, the downside is you no longer control your assets. Uh, so that's not a path that a lot of people want to pursue. Now, on the other hand, LLCs are very, very common uh, for real estate. It's probably the most common. I think 
commonly used for asset protection. There's something else called Delaware Statutory Trust, which is another option. Uh, but again, like I said, I think mean, LLCs are by far the most common way that people protect their assets with real estate. Yeah. And so Kenji and I personally uh, started out uh, reading about asset protection right really early in our journey together. Um, it was actually the second book that we read. And when we read that book, we set up something that's commonly referred to as the spoke and wheel structure for asset protection. And this is a really common one that people use in real estate where they have an umbrella LLC over multiple property owning LLCs. And so that's the asset protection structure that we created. And you can read more about it in our blog article. We'll link that below. Um, but we've been using that for many, many years now with a lot of success and not a whole lot of issues, but we will we will share with you a couple of things that have happened along the way. Now, a lot of people are in, ask us the question, you know, should I go with asset protection? Should I build some LLCs or should I just go with insurance? We actually do both. And so we think there's a lot of benefit to having insurance, right? Insurance allows you to have some coverage if something does happen and, and you do get sued. Um, your insurance company is going to cover you up to a certain point and take care of that. But then there's some downsides of insurance too. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they don't cover. And I think that's the that's one of the issues is that there's a lot of holes in coverage. Specifically, you can look at the insurance policy. They're going to list out all the things that they don't cover. And so, you know, ultimately, if you want to have a broad coverage covering a number of different things beyond what insurance is willing to cover, then that's where the LLCs step in. The LLC, having that double coverage can really protect you against uh, most things that happen at your property. And that's the benefit of doing both. Yeah. Also, insurance doesn't offer the level of anonymity that an LLC does. And we'll talk more about anonymity later. But um, you know, for us, why we have both is we have the coverage that insurance provides us if we do get sued and that there is a judgment against us. But at the same time, we have the anonymity, which hopefully would actually uh, prevent a lawsuit from happening in the first place. And so we have double coverage, you would say, but it's really a different types of coverage. All right. Now let's talk about the upsides and downsides of LLCs. And let's start out with the downsides. Uh, I think the first one is cost. Uh, and I think that for many people, they look at, they're you know, trying to minimize their expenses to increase their cash flow. Uh, and of course, they're going to be looking at the cost of setting up these LLCs. And if you use the same structure that we use with the umbrella LLC and property owning LLCs, you're creating two layers of LLCs. So for many, uh, cost is a big inhibitor uh, and a reason why a lot of uh, some people just choose to go with insurance. Yeah. And some people even add, um, we've seen a lot of students in different states add trusts below that, actually, below the uh, property owning LLC. So then they're developing multi layers and then they're even having a management LLC. So these costs can really add up, not just in the spoken wheel structure that we have set up, but if you add an additional layer, um, um, or or additional management LLCs on the side. Yeah, and so I think that speaks to the second downside of LLCs, which is the complexity. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you start thinking about things like money movement, how do you like transfer money between LLCs? What's the right way of doing that? Come tax time, you got to go. Okay, well, how, you know, you know, do I have to file tax returns for every single LLC? Uh, what happens, right? There's a there's a lot of complexity involved, uh, and what you're doing is, you know, if you have your own, your property in your own name, that's obviously the easiest thing. Uh, but then when you layer in all of these LLCs, management LLCs, 
uh, land trusts, things like that, it gets very, very complex. And there's additional operating agreements and all kinds of paperwork. You know, when you set up an LLC, you get this stack of paperwork that's pretty unbelievable. So it is that complexity of, of getting that paperwork, but then also going through all the work of setting it up um, because there are steps. I mean, you can you can certainly hire an asset protection firm to take out some of that work, but um, a lot, some people do DIY it too. And that's, that's also a pretty significant amount of work. And we did that for many, many years. And that got Kenji a lot of real estate professional hours along the way. Next uh, downside of LLCs is that sometimes uh, you may need additional tax returns, uh, especially uh, if you set up your LLC as a partnership, uh, then you will have to set up uh, a file a separate partnership uh, tax return. Uh, and there are other LLC forms. And, and depending on how you structure it, uh, there may be additional tax forms required. Okay, another and then the last downside that we wanted to cover is that, you know, sometimes there's going to be risk of something called the due on sale clause. And there's also a risk that you may lose title insurance. And this happens when you transfer the property from your name into the uh, property owning LLC. Uh, and the reason this triggers the due on sale clause, and you know, just real briefly, what that is, is uh, basically the, your lender will call the loan. They'll basically say, okay, if you transfer this into somebody else's name, uh, we're going to call the, we, we can call the loan, uh, make you pay the full balance. Uh, obviously nobody wants that to happen. This is less of a risk if you have Fannie and Freddie loans, um, but this is still a risk for certain commercial loans. So something you really need to keep an eye on. And then with title insurance, you know, again, the issue there is that uh, you have insurance on the title search on uh, making sure that the, that property uh, is, you know, that there's no clouds on title, that there's not going to be anybody claiming uh, that they own the property. Uh, that's what title insurance is for. It's going to protect you uh, from those types of claims. And, uh, and there's a risk that you might lose title insurance if you transfer the uh, property into an LLC. Basically, the title insurance is only covers you, not the LLC. I think the another downside actually is that there's also confusion factor here. If you talk to 10 different lawyers, they're going to give you different asset protection strategies. And um, sometimes they're going to say, hey, your umbrella LLC should be in Alaska. No, it should be in Wyoming. No, you should be setting up a Delaware statuary trust. Oh, you need a management LLC. Maybe you don't. So um, there is some disagreement with, with lawyers about what is exactly the best strategy. And it can lead to a lot of confusion and overwhelm. And we never want to get people stuck in the section of like asset protection. So they never go on to build a real estate portfolio. Uh, so just know that there are a lot of strategies out there. And ultimately, what you need to do is you need to pick the strategies that's going to let you sleep at night. And for some people, that's more, more layers of structures. And for some people, that's less. And again, some people do choose just to do insurance, and they don't choose to do asset protection at all. And they're able to sleep at night, you know, that that's up to them. So it's really thinking about um, who you feel comfortable with in your asset protection plan, or making sure you really understand the process if you're going to DIY it, and then sticking with that one strategy and not getting overwhelmed with all the noise out there about all the different potential possibilities. This episode is brought to you by Dan Peck of Caliber Home Loans. If you're an experienced investor, you'll know just how important it is to have a lender who knows how to work with investors. Now, we've been working with Dan and his team for over five years now, and he's our go-to whenever we need a residential loan for our investment properties. Now, if you're new to investing, you might not know this, but your lender can sometimes be the difference between getting a great deal or completely missing out on it because your lender couldn't close the deal. Now, I did want to point out that Dan can help you not only with your investment properties, but also if you're looking to buy a primary residence or a vacation home. 
So the next time you're looking for a residential lender, be sure to email Dan at semiretiredmd at caliberhomeloans.com to get a free consultation. This week's podcast is sponsored by our course, Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals. Zero to Freedom Through Cashflowing Rentals is a 10-week online course focused on helping physicians and high-income earners go from knowing little to nothing about real estate investing to confidently buying the cashflowing rentals that will allow them to achieve financial freedom and work in medicine or their day jobs on their own terms. Our course is only open to registration twice a year, so be sure to get on the waitlist at semiretiredmd.com and check out the course details on our course landing page. All right, let's shift to talking about uh, some of the upsides of setting up LLCs for your properties. Uh, and again, these are things that we've experienced. We've also seen other people experience this because again, we have a large community of people uh, that we educate uh, and uh, and they share their stories all the time. And so we hear, hear things uh, that most people don't ever hear about. Uh, and so we have a lot of anecdotal evidence. So the first upside is anonymity. Most people, uh, when we t- say when we say anonymity, uh, w- what we hear people uh, argue is that well, you know, any lawyer worth their salt is going to be able to figure out who the true owner of that LLC is. So it's not worth it, right? And and that may be true, uh, but. For us, you know, we we think of anonymity differently. Um, of course, we do think about it in terms of yes, we 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 would love it if uh, we could hide our assets and and somebody another lawyer couldn't find our assets. That'd be great. But that's not the real reason. Uh, we actually have a real life example of where anonymity actually saved us. And uh, and, and briefly, what happened was, you know, we have a property um, uh, in Washington uh, and. What happened with this property was it was in the news and not in a good way. Uh, And I don't want to get into the details of it, but bottom line is, is that they were accusing us as owners of being irresponsible, even though we were not. Uh, That's how they were painting us in the news. And it's the type of thing that you don't want to be called out for in the news, right? Whether it's true or not. Uh, And so we were really happy to have that anonymity because the, 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 the local news could not figure out who actually owned the property because there were layers of LLCs. And when you look it up, you just can't figure it out. Yeah. And, and that's speaking to the news, but, you know, also think about your tenants, right? How, if they're not going the step of getting a lawyer and spending a lot of significant money, it's going to be a significant amount of work for them to try to figure out who owns the property. And so there is that level of anonymity um, that kind of protects you if your tenant's not willing to go that distance and get a lawyer and spend a lot of money. And so even if um, a really great lawyer is able to figure it out, there are some steps uh, before that, that the anonymity does make a difference. And so for us, we've really seen the value and practice of that anonymity. Yeah. And then that's kind of, uh, you know, the next upside is uh, uh, these LLCs can be a deterrent. And we talked about the anonymity layer, but let's say that a lawyer actually figures out you know that that you're the actual owner and that you have a lot of money. Uh, you're a doctor. They, they you know they go okay. This is a great target. But then they see your whole asset protection structure. They see you know that you have a property owning LLC, and then above that you have a Wyoming umbrella LLC. Uh, maybe you have a management LLC. The bottom line is that when we when we talk to asset protection specialists, what they tell us is that they they know that this is a deterrent. They have lots of anecdotal evidence that. Lawyers, when they see the structure, they basically go, it's not worth it. It's not even worth a lawsuit. And, and especially if the claim is not very large, they really deter their clients from uh, filing a lawsuit in the first place. So 
This is especially true when you have a Wyoming umbrella LLC. Uh, and with Wyoming, there's something called charging order protection. And what this is really briefly is as if somebody wins a judgment against you, they can't actually take your property. They can only take the profits of your property. And ultimately, you as the owner control those profits. So it makes it very difficult for somebody who wins a lawsuit against you to actually collect the money because of this charging order protection. Uh, so again, because of this, these layers, because of the use of Wyoming and their charging order protection, uh, this is a huge deterrent uh, for lawyers to go after you, even if they know who you are. Yeah. So this is really why we chose Wyoming as our umbrella LLC structure. And again, we are not lawyers and we're not specialists in asset protection. So if you're thinking about doing an asset protection, you know, with an LLC, like we're describing, definitely talk to a lawyer and see what the right fit is for you. Um, but this is Wyoming. We've been advised by numerous lawyers is a great option. And so this is why we decided to go that route. All right. Next upside of having an LLC is isolating liability to one LLC. So the idea here is that if you have multiple properties and they're all in different LLCs, if something happens in one of the properties, let's say a tenant falls down the stairs and it's because you didn't have lights in the hallway. Well, the idea is that the liability should be isolated to that one LLC uh, and should not spill over into the other properties. And so they wouldn't be able to take all your properties. They'd only be able to essentially take the one property that was involved. And But there are some things you need to do to really make sure you're keeping all of your LLCs and all your businesses really separate. And so make sure you really understand those, those rules so that you're not mixing the assets. So, so a lawyer is not able to claim, well, yeah, there's only one LLC in this structure, but really the finances have been mixed with all these other LLCs and they're all tied together in, in, as one business. Some people do choose to put multiple properties in one LLC. We have chosen to structure it so each LLC only has one property because we don't, again, we only want to be in the situation that we potentially lose a lawsuit and lose one property, not lose all of our properties. All right. So the next benefit is that for us, at least the cost of asset protection is going down over time. And so we talked about costs as a downside of LLCs. But what we do is we have uh, purchased an unlimited package uh, that actually allows us to form unlimited LLCs. Uh, and, uh, and given how active we are, how many properties we buy, uh, all of our other different businesses. Uh, we, for us, you know, the cost of forming an LLC is actually really low. Uh, and over time, that cost, when you divide it across all the LLCs we form, is going to be a very, very small, small number. Yeah. When we first start, started out, we didn't know certain things. Like we didn't know that when we sold a property, we couldn't reuse that LLC or we shouldn't reuse that LLC with the next property because with the risk of tying in uh, liability from that property we had sold. And so we didn't know that kind of stuff. We we're reusing LLCs. But now that we know what we're doing, the amount of LLCs that we create have actually grown because when we sell a property, we dissolve that LLC and then we set up a new property for the next one we 1031 in. And so over time, we've created, I would say, well over 20 LLCs, if not more. And so for us, the package price has worked out really, really well. And for those students who come into our community and know that they want to build a significant portfolio, a lot of them are still even starting out with the unlimited package because they have that vision that over time they're going to be buying lots of properties. They're going to be 1031ing into new properties and they want to be able to uh, create new LLCs and have that benefit of the anonymity and the deterrent and the uh, liability of just in only one property being exposed if there's a potential lawsuit that the LLC affords. All right. Now we covered the uh, downsides and also the upsides of LLCs. Now, before we 
give you our verdict on on you know what we think about asset protection, whether it's not whether or not it's worth it. One other thing we wanted to share was that as you scale, uh, lenders are going to require you to buy a property in LLC. So when you buy a larger property, let's say you know a, a twenty or thirty unit multifamily property. The lender, they want to protect their assets too. And in turn, they the way they're going to do that is that you're the guarantor of that loan. They want to make sure that you're protected. So that's why they're going to tell you that you have to form an LLC to purchase the property. So bottom line is all this resistance that people have about, you know, should I form an LLC or like the cost of LLCs, all these downsides of LLCs, at the end of the day, right? When you when you scale up your real estate business, you are going to be forming LLCs no matter what. So so the verdict? <laughs> so the verdict is, you know, obviously we have a structure with LLCs with that spoken wheel structure. And then we have a lot of insurance too, including insurance for all of our properties and umbrella insurance on top of that. So we have a lot of uh, asset protection and a lot of protection in general of our funds with all of the uh, uh, LLCs, but also insurance. And that allows us to sleep at night. And that's what this is ultimately about. You take some risk on when you go and you build a real estate portfolio. We think the benefits of building a real estate portfolio in terms of freedom and cash flow and generational wealth are well worth those risks. But know that you are taking on additional risks and take the steps to protect yourself because ultimately, you know, all it takes is one, you know, being sued and losing a, that lawsuit to really kind of color your vision or give you a bad experience or even wipe out years of wealth building. And so we're really cognizant that we don't want to take 10 steps back in this journey. And so that's part of why we've erred on this, I would say more conservative side and have extra coverage for everything. Um, but again, it allows us to sleep at night. Yeah. So for hand, you know, for us, for sure, hands down, we feel real estate asset protection is worth it. Uh, and it's because of all the different upsides that we covered. And now I'll remind you again that we'll put a link to an article about our asset protection structure that we've written in our blog. If you want to learn more, um, Kenji used to DIY our asset protection structure for a long time. And we've now since sh shifted to using an asset protection company, which we've been quite happy with. And then also, if you got value out of this uh, out of this podcast, please leave us a five star review and uh, and subscribe to this podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time. The Doctors Building Wealth podcast provides information only and does not provide any financial, legal, tax, medical, or psychological services or advice. You are responsible for your own financial, physical, mental, and emotional well-being, decisions, choices, actions, and results. You should contact a professional if you have any specific questions about your unique situation.